Hello and welcome to the Zombies Podcast. My name is Dan Burton. You join me on a Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon here in the UK. And um, what a week it's been in the NFL. We had some great games on Monday night. I haven't actually watched those games, but um, I have the scores for you. 30 to 28 for the, from the Saints over the Texans. And the late game, the Raiders shocking the Broncos 24-16. Uh, from the, the bits and pieces I've read online today during my um, my breaks at work, we've had, um, we had some good games of Saints. There was some controversy late in that game. I'll be watching that uh, tonight and reporting on that tomorrow. And we had uh, the quarterback for the Broncos, Joe Flacco, not um, not performing too great, which which is only uh, to get the rookie in there quicker, uh, Drew Locke, get in there quicker, um, get rid of Flacco. We've seen what he can do and what he can't do, and and he's and, and yeah. So we'll try and uh, give him the elbow as soon as possible. So that was the Monday night games. Like I haven't seen them. It's been a pretty hectic, full-on day for myself. Um, but we did get the tape watched. Um, we got all 22 coaches film on uh, over over the, the course of yesterday and, and some of today. And we've seen the four games. Um, very interesting games. We have seen we've seen four four road wins um, in those games, which is interesting in week one to see so many road wins. I think three games and four games. I saw four road wins, which um, doesn't generally happen in the league, but that's fine. Uh, we saw some good performances. We saw some from Jared Goff. We saw some good performances from uh, Ronald Ronald Jones for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Richard Sherman showed up for the San Francisco 49ers. But um, before we, we delve into any of that stuff, just giving you a, a reminder, tomorrow is my, my power, rank, power ranking show. Um, and we are trying to get a bit more consistent with the uploads here. So, we are getting them out every day, um, but I'm trying to work out my schedule and my timings to get them out at a consistent time every day. Uh, we may be working around 5, five 6 p.m. UK time, uh, hopefully to get these podcasts uploaded and, and shared uh, on the social media pages. But without further ado, we'll jump in to the uh, to the four games I, I studied um, over, over my time um, here. And we start with the Rams at the Panthers, which started out pretty... Pretty dull. Four punts. Um, we saw a lot of Cooper Cup on the first drive for for the for Los Angeles, um, and the three man rush con- continues to confuse Jared Goff. We saw a bit of that last year, and we saw that on the second drive where they had a three and out, and Carolina only rushed three. Uh, they only rushed Obada, the nose tackle, and the other edge, um, and dropped all and dropped another eighth into coverage, and it totally threw Goff, and he didn't know where to go with the ball, and he had so much time, but he had nowhere to go with it, um, and that produced a punt um on the first two carolina drives we saw a great uh, good run from mccaffrey in the first quarter probably the first run of the game um and a bad fumble by dj moore uh, which caused caused a turnover um and in that there and it was a good punch out by Corey littleton and a good recovery by him to, to quite a decent return uh, and then we saw a three and eight and mccaffrey was less effective running between the tackles on that play on that drive um he went for one yard and then i think off the minus yardage on a second carry. And then we said a missed field goal from Joey Sly. McCaffrey was finding a lot of space. Uh, splitting out as a wide receiver. Uh, at, at the top of the screen a lot of the times. Uh, playing as that, as that wide out there. At the top of the top of the route. And he was finding a lot of space. Uh, going against a safety. Because obviously he got the two wide receivers split. So the other side uh, of the formation. He was leaving the safety one-on-one with McCaffrey. Or a linebacker one-on-one with McCaffrey. To cover him uh, in around 30 yards of space. As they shift the formation all the way to the right, and he's all the way to the left, uh, which was really effective for them. Uh, although they missed a field goal, 53 yard from Joey Sly, and that brought to the end of the first quarter. And in the second quarter, we saw a made field goal 
by Greg Zerline. It was a bad drop by Josh Reynolds and then a good pass over the middle of the field by Jared Goff to Robert Woods. Um, it seems to be when they rush four or five, Goff uh, is able to be comfortable and know where his reads are. When there's either rushing three or there's a heavy blitz, that's when Goff seems to get antsy in the pocket. When they're rushing three, he seems to want to move around in the pocket. I don't quite understand. He's got the protection. He's got two guys doubled up in their sessions, the five-man or six-man even sometimes offensive line. Um, he's got everyone doubled up or two men doubled up. He doesn't need to be so antsy in the pocket in years, and that was obviously in the first drive. But here, he made some decent throws. It was a bad overthrow on third down um, to a wide out on a corner, corner route, which led to a 49-yard field goal. So just breaking down Goffrey, he has really good flashes, and it seems to be McVeigh's getting the best out of him. And then he has these bad, these bad moments where he just gets totally confused in the pocket, and then causes these these mistakes, overthrows, or or you know anything really, um, sort of mispasses or slightly underthrowing, underthrowing people, overthrowing people. Sorry. And then we saw another fumble uh, by DJ Moore. It was a backwards pass uh, from Cam Newton to DJ Moore. Uh, I think it was DJ Moore who fumbled the, the snap, uh, fumbled the reception, and then obviously it was a backwards pass that counted as a fumble, not an incomplete pass, and it was scooped up by the by the Rams. It was good head-up play by them to recover that that uh, fumbled fumbled snap. Uh, Malcolm Brown then turns it into seven points. Big uh, big thing in the league, scoring off turnovers, and the Rams did this here to good effect, going 10 nothing up. Uh, two powerful runs from Malcolm Brown inside the red zone, one where he sort of carried two or three Panthers with him and then one from maybe the four or five yard line carrying it in but then saw a big McCaffrey run outside from outside the tackles where he's better for me running outside of the offensive line tackle uh, outside the tackle box rather than running in between the, the, the offensive tackles he sort of gets yeah he's sort of lost in that traffic and he's not a big powerful back to brush off uh, the, those carries but then saw a, a it was a, a nice pass rush move uh, from Dante Fowler getting inside from the outside, a little swim inside the guard, and he came inside and made a sack on Newson to force the punt. And then the Rams uh, starting backed up. There was a good punt from the, the punter there for for Carolina. Started backed up and they forced another punt. And there was another three and out with a bad knee to the head of uh, Eric Weddle. That was a scary one. He had sort of a laceration at the top of his skull. I saw that on Red Zone Live, and it was it was pretty gory. Um, it was sort of a, it was McCaffrey trying to hurdle Weddle. On a um, on a carry and he sort of catches him with his leading knee. He looked like an ugly UFC knee, in all fairness, and that was that was rough. So it was a, a very bad injury for Weddle there, who went off for the rest of the game, uh, three and out. And then we saw a field goal, uh, a big chunk run from Malcolm Brown, 15 yards or so. The drive then stalls, uh, and there's a 50 yard field goal from Greg the Leg to make it 13 nothing. And now the Panthers have around a minute or so. It's a good one minute drive. Uh, there's a big run on third and five where McCaffrey gains around 15 yards again um, on that play. And then Newton brings him into field goal range uh, with a couple of deep passes. And then uh, they, they get uh, out of bounds with around 11 seconds left. It's a pass over the middle complete. And he gets up uh, from, from the ball being dead to snap in six seconds to give uh, the kicker two seconds on the clock. And it's a field goal there from Joe Sly within the 40, which was... An impressive drive from Newsom kept Carolina competitive. Needed points on that drive if they could get them, and they did get them, which was fantastic. So after the halftime break, we see another field goal uh, from from uh, the the Rams, which is a messy one, really, once they reach the red zone. 
the drive sort of stalled and they sort of um, had a fumble from Gurley, which was recovered by their offensive line. Um, and yeah, Goff tried to rush uh, for the first down um, and at least a field goal uh, from Craig Dillagan. It makes it 16-3. Samuel, uh, Curtis Samuel on the next drive for Carolina was matched up on a linebacker on third down, which is criminal. Um, and he made it into a big play. And then DJ Moore with a big red zone represent catch. And then McCaffrey finished it off with a TD run in between the, the tackles. Uh, and they needed to get DJ more and more involved in the passing game. They did on this drive with a big catch inside the red zone. McCaffrey finished it off from eight yards, making it 16-10. And this game, Carolina were just sort of hanging around all game. I mean, they weren't too far away from it uh, for long periods. And they, they, they were down by more than 10 in the whole game, which was... Impressive to keep up with the Rams' offense, and obviously their defense under um, under Wade Phillips was showing good bits and pieces. Uh, we move on then uh, to Dante Jackson with a totally brainless penalty um, on a passing down. I think it was the second or third down and forever, and he gets called for a, a holding call. And then Reynolds fumbles, um, initially called a fumble on the field, um, and then it was called a re- it was called incomplete pass on the field. Um, and it was challenged by Ron Rivera. And he goes ahead and gives it, uh, keeps the call as, a, as an incomplete pass. Probably a good call, to be honest. And then Malcolm Brown, another strong run through three tackles inside the red zone and then converts himself for a one-yard score. A uh, great block from Brandon Cooks on the outside. If you want to watch any wide receiver block uh, this week, watch that one on Game Pass in, in the third quarter. He sort of just manhandles the corner and pushes him out of his own. <laughs> I don't say Jackson actually he just sort of manhandles him out of the way and leaves a massive lane for Malcolm Brown to stride in from a yard out so that made it 23-10 so they were down by 13 that was the most they were down by uh, Carolina in the whole game we then saw a drive from Newsom, which was important he got a third down uh, pass which was sort of too high for Olsen which led to a 52 yard field goal from Joey Sly which brought it back to a 10 point deficit we then saw a second fumble by Todd Gurley, which was recovered by the Rams, and then a blocked punt, uh, which gave the Panthers the ball inside the 10, which really was a momentum shifter. It brought the whole stadium to life. However, uh, the Panthers had already used the timeout here, and they had burned another one as well um, to try and kill, trying to kill the game, uh, to be honest, towards the end. They get a touchdown inside the 10. It was a, a good power run again from McCaffrey inside the tackles, uh, who's decent in the red zone in between the tackles, but I'm not sure. You should be using him inside the tackles as a banger um, from, you know, in between the 20s. Uh, inside the 20, yes, uh, use him in that, that respect. So that was 23-20. Goff then throws a sort of a 50-50 ball interception, to be honest, uh, which was intercepted, uh, aiming for Robert Woods. And that then gave uh, the Panthers a chance to go ahead and get the lead, which they go three and out, which was a killer. They needed to score on that drive, but it was just three or three or seven to tie the game. Uh, and then Gurley with a power run on second down uh, opens up, opened it up with a big chunk play, and then a good catch uh, from Tyler Higby uh, in the end zone from five yards, which killed the game. Uh, that was around five minutes to go. The Panthers had one touch, uh, one timeout left, and then Newton throws a, a pretty poor uh, interception to Corey Littleton, who was a defensive MVP in my opinion. In this game, it was really good, solid linebacker play. And it was impressive uh, with interception. He sort of undercut the route, the route, and uh, and picked off Cam Newton, who didn't see him. Then we had a missed field goal from Greg Zerline, which was a non-factor in the end, but was quite crucial because uh, it was a it was a ten-point game. And if the Panthers did score a touchdown, 
uh, late on uh, McCaffrey with another uh, one yard run, um, a third and one run. Sorry, he gets around thirty yards, and then Alex Armour, uh, the fullback, gets a one yard plunge. Uh, but then the Panthers only had one timeout. Gurley runs out the clock, and that's the final. Um, so my thoughts on this one really was that the the Rams had control a bit. Uh, they sort of lost control of it in the fourth quarter if the Panthers had all three timeouts because they could have got the ball back within the two minutes and made made something of it. But it was a good game between two of the top sides in the NFC uh, and we'll see these guys uh, at the top of their divisions, I would have thought, come towards the end of the season here. An impressive performance by Goff, by Malcolm Brown and Corey Littleton on the, on the, uh, the, the Ram side of the equation. McCaffrey was obviously fantastic. Uh, the offensive line for, um, for for Carolina was good and Newton wasn't really pressured at all. And um, and Dante Jackson also was decent on the defensive side of the ball. So we'll move on to the second game, which was the Chiefs at Jags, which was kind of under undercut because of a power outage uh, in the stadium. But it starts with that big 68-yard uh, touchdown to Sammy Watkins. It's a poor missed tackle by the uh, by the Jags defense. Pretty, pretty bad. Then they go three and out. And then Mahomes makes a lovely move in the pocket and then a bomb to Kelsey for 30 yards. And then a Watkins catch for 20 yards. They were getting the ball in big chunks. Um, and then an overthrow in the end zone uh, from Mahomes to Kelsey, which could have made it 7. They have to settle for 3 and make it 10 nothing. And then it's a holding penalty on 3rd and 18 against the Chiefs, which kills the kills them. Uh, gives the first down to Foles. So he gets a... Um, a, a a 19-yard pass to Conley and then a helmet tackle for an extra 15. Still getting big chunks with those penalties. Uh, Fournette with a run on first down and then a, a, a rainbow pass from Foles, which I'm sure, sure you've seen on red zone, over the over the shoulder of DJ Chark. Under pressure, this is where Foles gets hurt for the rest of the game, actually. But it's a, fan, it's a good pass uh, over, the, over the back shoulder of the corner and of the wide receiver. And Chark makes a good adjustment to make that catch. So that's 10-7, but Foles is out. And it kind of kills all the momentum for the Jags. Um, Coy gets another 15-yard run. Uh, he was good on the day. And then Watkins was uh, loose on some poor Jags, uh, some poor Jags coverage. No one was near him on the uh, on the right side. Um, just on a normal fade route, he was just standing in total open space. And uh, and yeah, that that made it 17-7. And then Minshew leads uh, the replacement uh, Hunter Hunter Minshew. Uh, something like that <laughs> leads a good drive uh, for the for the for the Jaguars. It wasn't that bad to be honest, Minshew. He uh, he led a good drive. Uh, Conley with a good catch for twenty plus yards, and then a, a third and thirteen, he gets close to a first down himself, scrambling, and then they kick a field goal, uh, which makes it seventeen ten. But this this Kansas City offense were relentless, um, totally relentless. Uh, they got points on their first five. Uh, Five first five possessions, which you can't really keep up with that when you're getting punts and fumbles, etc. But a lot of them were field goals. This one with a field goal too. A big pass from 30 yards to, to Kelsey, and then Watkins breaks a terrible tackle uh, from from the Jags defense. They're tackling was embarrassing, quite frankly. Um, in in this game, the, the defense totally lost their heads. Miles Jack got ejected um, as well for being a total clown uh, on one of the plays in the red zone. But the drive stalls, they make a field goal, twenty to ten, two point lead, two possession lead, um, which they maintain for most of this game. And then Minshew with a, a, a great pass for sixty plus yards to DJ Chark, uh, sort of on a double move on the outside, great pass, 
over the top and it was only come to an end with the, 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 the trading safety came across and made a tackle else it would have been a, a, a touchdown but then they the drive stores again another field goal uh, and Jacksonville with some more bad tackling um, and Watkins slips out two of those tackles to gain eight yards on first down on a third and eight uh, on a first and a first down which you know it's just you can't give up eight yards on first down it's better to win this game um, Mahomes with a risky throw on third down but gets away with it and leads to a field goal again and then there's a bad fumble from Leonard Fournette on third down which kills the Jags they're in scoring position they would have got three they would have kept it uh, would have kept it close and and yeah they, they just kills them there really uh, it's 23-13 and they could have kept it 23-16 and kept in in touch after the halftime break but the, the fumble cost them and then they the Kansas City go ahead and score um, with 10 and 15 yard passes from Mahomes making it look easy Anthony Sherman on a carry rumbles with 15 yards in the red zone gets it to the one yard line and then uh, they get the, the Chiefs down to third third and goal and then it's a total killer offside call uh, from the defensive line bringing up first and goal and then uh, Williams just walks in uh, for a TD 30 to 13 that kills the game then there's another punt from Jacksonville and then there's a TD from uh, Sean McCoy on a 30-yard run. And then a pass to Watkins for the touchdown. His third of the day, um, totally skinning uh, Jalen Ramsey. And that's when we lost power <laughs> to the game. Uh, the, the final score was 37-40-something uh, to 20. Didn't quite catch the final score, but it was a it was a whitewash. It was all, it was a, yeah, the, the Jags were totally outclassed here by the Chiefs. Uh, what can you say about the Chiefs? I mean, I'm not going to watch them that much now because you know what they are. They've totally done it again. Andy Reid is a is a magician when he's got more than one week to prepare for an opponent. Um, I would say if he got to the Super Bowl, he would have won it because he has that extra week to prepare for his opponent. On bye weeks, he's great. And the first game of the season, he hasn't lost in, in years, uh, even with Alex Smith. And yeah, the, the Jags have a lot of work to do, mainly with their attitude on defence. They cost themselves big really um, on a lot a lot of those drives killer penalties and just sloppiness all over the place but we'll move on to the Titans and the Browns which was the shock result of the day for me uh, the Titans going in uh, to Cleveland and, and walking away with a win uh, but it didn't start too great it started with a TD from, from Baker Mayfield uh, 25 yard strike to Higgins to set that up with a Hilliard run from 8 yards making it 6 nothing. I missed extra point there but then a long pass to A.J. Brown, the rookie from Marcus Mariota. A 50-yard-plus pass um, led them into into scoring position and then a drop pass on a third down by Dion Lewis uh, forced them into the field goal. And then there was a load of punts, uh, a punt um, from the Browns, a Titans three and out, and then an Njoku catch uh, to bring them out of, the, of their, own, their own territory and then a punt. Uh, and then two... Penalties extend a really bad Titans drive. Uh, the 15-yard pass to Walker to start with, and then it was a couple of really bad penalties from from the Browns, which was a, was a staple of the whole game. To be honest, they couldn't get out of their own way uh, in regards to penalties. And then a roughing the pass that extends the drive again for the Titans, who get into the red zone, and then an offside call um, on third down uh, brings a third, brings a first down inside the 10, and then that is finished off by Derrick Henry who powers in. Um, from, from around a yard out. A 73-yard drive and around 50 yards of that 
plus penalty yardage, which is just a killer in this league. And then we had a really dull uh, lead up to half time. Punt, 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 safety. Uh, Mayfield taking a sack after a really good punt uh, from from Brett Kern, the Titans punter, who backed up the, the Browns and on the third down. Mayfield trying to make too much of it, takes a safety, making it 12-6. And then a two-minute drive for the Titans after the free kick leads to a punt. And then a mean blitz, uh, the long pass to OBJ uh, from that blitz. And then Mayfield takes a sack and Beckham runs out the, the clock uh, trying to make something happen. So that leads to half time. Uh, AJ Brown with a 53-yard run after the catch uh, on first down, which sets up, sets up a field goal uh, for the Titans, making it 15-6. So the Browns are just hanging around here. There aren't too many game-breaking scores in this game. Uh, two two chunk plays from the Browns uh, were held back by two holding penalties on second down, and that leads to a punt as well, uh, just outside field goal. Uh, they punted just outside field goal range, which was a killer again for them, uh, and it leaves the leaves the score fifteen six. Titans go three and out, and then there's a touchdown. Uh, for the Browns, a lot of penalties um, leading to third and sixteen. Uh, for the Browns, uh, a lot of holding calls and false starts leading to third and 16. They convert that with Landry and then a great um, back shoulder throw to Jarvis Landry inside the five-yard line, which leads a, a, a five-yard touchdown pass to David Njoku, making it 15-13. And you think you're right back in it. You know, you're Cleveland, you're right back in the game, 15-13. And then on the first play, uh, the Titans get the ball on the 25. It's a it's a fake, uh, it's a fake uh, pass play action leading to a screen pass where the three of the offensive linemen spread out into the right side of the field. Henry is stood there waiting for it, receives the ball, good blocks. Henry streaks up the sideline for a 75-yard catch and run touchdown, uh, which kind of blows the game open 22-13 at that point. And then a pick from from Mayfield, underthrowing uh, one of his receivers, and it picks up by Kevin Bayard, the safety for the Titans who read the quarterback's eyes on an out route. Uh, towards the sideline, Bayard reads it and swoops in and takes that ball. And then another touchdown from from the Titans, scoring off turnovers again is big in this league. Like I said, in the Rams breakdown, uh, Mariota the scrambles get the first down inside the red zone, and then a play action pass to Delaney Walker wide open for the touchdown from 17 yards, 29-3. The game is blown wide open. Then a second pick, which this one wasn't as bad. It's on third down. It's a 50-50 ball. He has to throw it really. Um, but it leads to another Titans touchdown, uh, running for first downs, chewing clock, and then a pass to Walker for his second of the day. Mariota with four touchdowns on the day, and then a turnover on downs for the Browns. Uh, they try and make something happen as they're down 36-13, and then a three and out from the Titans and a punt, and then Mayfield throws a third pick to Butler, which is sort of in garbage time, who runs it back for a pick six. So 43-13, that one finished. It wasn't as one-sided as the scoreline makes it out. There was a lot of fourth-quarter fourth scoring off turnovers, which made it look like a more of a commanding win for the Titans. The Browns were hanging around there with 15-13 um, for quite a while into this, the third quarter. Then the Derrick Henry 75-yarder blew the game open. And it feels as if Mayfield is always chasing it. He kind of showed a little bit of an experience chasing the game, and it cost uh, his team in the end with a couple of bad picks. Uh, one which he totally underthrew, and then one was a 50-50 ball he kind of had to throw on third down, with the deficit being as it was. 
So we'll take Mayfield as a pinch of salt. He'll get better uh, in this offense. They're all trying to learn each other. Odell Beckham was was a, in and out of the of the uh, the remit, if you like. Uh, Jarvis Landry was good. Nick Chubb needs more more touches, less passes. Obviously, you've got OBJ there now who wants the ball all the time, but you've got to be a balanced attack. Uh, their defense was killing them with penalties, and the Titans just sort of rode it out. They saw the game as it was flowing, all the penalties, etc. Rode the game out. And got the win, which is all you can ask for in this league. I'm not a big Titans fan watching them, but they're impressive here, the way they just controlled the game, controlled the, the game clock, and uh, and yeah, totally nullified the Browns uh, coming into the third, late, late third, and into the fourth quarter. And finally, we'll move on to the Niners and the Bucks. Boy, oh boy, was Winston bad in this one. <laughs> he leads off uh, his first four possessions uh, for... For them here, which was a punt, a punt, a fumble, and an interception pick six. Oh, that, oh. yeah, I mean, he, he, he led a drive. His second drive uh, was, a, was a Sherman pass interference on Mike Evans and a Peyton Barber run. But the the, the drive just keeps stalling. Uh, they run the ball a lot on first down. I, I see with Bruce Arians here. I know he wants to maintain and start the, the, the run and then open play action. But um, it was a rough, it was a rough opening quarter. We only get one field goal out of the out the Forty Niners uh, from a block punt recovered um, by the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was a block punt. It left uh, the the Forty Niners in in inside the forty, um, where they get a sort of a three and outs and then a flare goal from Robbie Gold, making it three three nothing. And yeah, that 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 opening, uh, then the pick six happens um but there's a drive before that for the um for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where Winston is moving the ball great um and then he scrambles for a first down it's a helmet to helmet collision with Kwan Alexander he gets ejected for that hit which was uh I'm not sure he would have got should have got ejected for it but it was a helmet to helmet gains 15 yards then he loses the ball on the strip sack which is uh recovered by the offensive lineman which killed confidence and a great catch from from Char, um, from Goodwin uh, from the slot running towards the boundary first down. Cameron Bray scores in the red zone. That's brought back for a holding penalty from Dodson on the offensive line, and then they play soft defense. Uh, the the 49ers on third down and eighteen, third down and seventeen. Sorry, and they gain eighteen yards on a, just a little dump pass to Ronald Jones. Totally. What's going on? They should score here. And then a great catch in the back of the end zone by Brayton. A good pass from Winston, leading over the top of the defensive back. Again, Dotson has held on a holding call. And then OJ Howard fumbles the ball inside the, the 20, recovered by San Francisco. And that is a total killer turnover. And it's just, oh, you can't do that. It just totally killed uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers there. Uh, and... Then the Niners get the ball back. They get a field goal, and yeah, it's just and there's a pick six um, when the Niners get the ball back. Uh, they throw a pick six. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, aiming uh, into the flat. Vern Hargreaves watches it all the way, takes the ball into the end zone. Pick six, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the lead. It's seven to three at home after you've been awful in the first quarter. Then the the, the 49ers march down the field, get a field goal. Um, there was a back-breaking holding call from the defence uh, on third down, um, which totally 
was a killer uh, to inside the 40. Garoppolo takes a sack and it's a holding call on third down, um, which was a killer. Fresh set of downs, but it doesn't lead, lead to a, the touchdown, it leads to a field goal. And then there's the tip ball uh, interception from Jameis Winston. And it was picked up by the uh, the offensive, the, the linebacker for San Francisco, the, the sub-linebacker for Kwan Alexander. A tip ball on the offensive line. Um, and it's OJ Howard's second turnover of the day. He sort of reaches up to grab that. It gets tipped into the linebacker's lap and he, he takes it in. Um, but then there's a fumble from Jimmy G in the red. Um, there's a fumble from Debo Samuel just before the half, which costs his team points. And then uh, this is the first drive coming out of the second half. Uh, was a first down throw to Kittle uh, on third down. Uh, Kittle was a, a third down conversion machine in this game. He converted a lot of third downs for the uh, for the 49ers and a holding call brings back uh, to first down again. Okay, 43 yards on that holding call. Uh, then Garoppolo to James Jr., who I hadn't heard of, for a 40-yard TD pass and a great, uh, uh, it was a sort of a, a fade route and then he cuts it into the inside then breaks it back out um, and it's, it's covered by a safety who opens his hips towards the boundary and obviously then you've got all your weight going that way. He then pulls the up and under move for a touchdown 40-yard pass and then a pick from Winston, which was a terrible throw uh, straight to Sherman. He was five or ten yards, maybe five yards out from where he was aiming to throw that pass, which was killer, um, which was a pick six, which made it 20-7. to seven. And then Winston on a, uh, a long touchdown drive, actually, um, sort of, Redeem yourself with this touchdown drive. Third and 11 pass to Goodwin over the middle. It was a good pass uh, through traffic down to the 26. And then Ronald Jones for the first down run, picking up 11. And then Winston to Godwin. Touchdown pass, bringing it down to 20 to 14 in sort of late third quarter. Then the Niners miss a field goal from 57 yards from Robbie Gold, which gave uh, the, the, the Buccaneers a chance from sort of midfield to make a to make a, an impression and then it's a good start strong run from Ronald Jones and then a big pass to OJ Howard inside the 10 of San Francisco and then they get down to the one yard line and they go for it on fourth and don't uh, don't convert which is a killer uh, but it was also a 22 yard penalty for San Francisco uh, bringing up a fresh set of downs and they sort of they have two or three downs from inside the five to convert and they don't and then there's a punt from San Francisco inside their own end zone. And then a field goal uh, from the, the, the Tampa Bay kicker, which makes it 20-17. to 17. So this is a competitive game up until the sort of mid-fourth quarter. Uh, and then we see San Francisco show a little bit of, a little bit of class. Uh, on third down, he converts it for 30 yards for a third down. And then Mostart, who was the, the replacement for Tevin Coleman, who went down injured, uh, was a 20-yard run and a 15-yard penalty on that play inside the red zone, and there's a field goal uh, to make it 23-17, and then Winston throws the game away, in essence. Uh, it's, a, it's a pick six, it's a poor throw, um, over the, he's sort of under duress, and he throws it off his back foot, trying to make something of the play, and it just falls straight into the, uh, the 49ers defensive back's lap, who runs it in for the pick six, and that then makes it a two-position game, and kills it, so... Winston was the, the, the key badness for Tampa Bay. He made some bad decisions. A bad throw to Sherman for a pick six. And then a bad throw, bad decision to make that throw. Uh, late fourth quarter. When you're still in it, you're still within well, one possession of, uh, of tying the game. And then he throws it away. He makes it a two-possession game uh, with no time left and kills it. So 
that was the the breakdown of four games um, of, of in the NFL week one. Uh, we're breaking down four games each week. I'll be watching the tape and making my notes. I'll also publish these notes um, on on the Twitter page at Zonebits Pod, where you can get all of the links. Um, you can get my game picks, which I'll be going through tomorrow, as well as uh, my power rankings uh, for the for the for week one, which don't generally mean anything. But listen anyway, uh, just just to see how I got on with my selections this week. Uh, so yeah, follow the uh, follow the show at Zonebits Pod. Give us a like. Review on iTunes, share it on Spotify, share it for your mates, see if anyone likes it. Um, And yeah, apart from that, I'll see you guys tomorrow and have a good day.